Happy Tuesday, everybody, and welcome to episode number 41 of the Still City Insider Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy Ritz, alongside the Jim Wexel. Jim, how are you doing today? Good. I'm sorry I didn't wear a tie this morning, but I got my best flannel on. <laughs> hey. Got to make sure I'm presentable here. There you go. It's the celebratory flannel after the Pittsburgh Steelers pull out a really surprising victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers led by Tom Brady, who has just been a nemesis when it comes to the Steelers. So there are positive vibes in Pittsburgh. It doesn't come without adversity being that Kenny Pickett is now in concussion protocol. Uh, do we have a little bit of a mini QB controversy? We're going to talk about all that here today. Um, and Jim, no. let's, let's jump in. Just to answer that, <laughs> I, 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 I want to address your positive vibes because well, first of all, you know, I, I get up early and I do my ritual. I, I, I do my thing. And usually it doesn't involve news and or Twitter. Uh, but I made the mistake today, uh, the double mistake. I wanted to be prepared for the early morning show because we keep moving our, our, our timing around, right? And I swear, we're going to try to keep this under 20 minutes, so I'm not going to go long here. But you know how news is for one thing but then you turn on twitter you look to see who's trending right matt canada's trending <clears throat> wow i'm like what did that what happened here oh just the usual hate then kevin dodson's got death threats and chris boswell sniping at the offensive coordinator and dj and trubisky and what the heck happened didn't they just beat tom brady as nine and a half point dogs at home so anyway, positive vibes. Okay. You give me your positive vibes because I need them. I just got off Twitter. All right. Well, I, I saw all the, the garbage on Twitter too. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't hey, know. Talk, talk to me about, I see, I'm just a writer. I'm just a caveman lawyer. Right. I mean, what is Canada doing wrong? I, I don't get it. I mean, we got our guy breaking down. We got a coach breaks down tape. He's not enamored of Canada, but it was clearly Mitch Trubisky's fault in the beginning of why the offense was struggling. And then Mitch came back in and, and you know, righted himself. It's one of the reasons I wanted Rudolph to be the bridge in the beginning because of what Trubisky went through. And now Trubisky's got it and he's, he's better. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was him, and the offensive line is struggling, and the running back struggling. Tell me, you, you're a better football guy than I am. I'm just a caveman writer. What is he doing so wrong? Everybody wants – if Kevin Dyson's getting death threats, i got to believe Canada is too. I mean, I, I think it's just the pushing the ball down the field. I, so – I think Trubisky did that when he came in, but just watching Pickett there in that first half of action, he, he didn't really push the ball down the field. But the question is, is that Canada or is that the quarterback? And you go back to when Trubisky was in there, was it Canada or was it a lack of confidence on Trubisky's behalf? And I, I read your, I think it was your column where you were just talk, talking about how Mitch went in there. He didn't have those inhibitions like he did at the outset, not afraid to make a mistake. He pushed the ball down the field. So maybe you know, we can entertain that it's more on the quarterback's confidence and willingness to go down the middle of the field or throw throw the deep ball than it is Canada. Pushing it down the field. That's what we want. 
we I mean, who who's running these go routes? Which speedster? Pickens, okay. I, I look like you know, it looks like every team. Uh, who was the team a couple weeks ago that has the uh, the Jets sauce? Sauce travels with a guy, and we assume would it be DJ? It was Pickens. They were wise. They were smart. And I think Pickens has the attention of coordinators. Mm-hmm. So okay, you can't push the ball down as as often as you can with him. Pat Fryer moves out. Where are you pushing it in the middle of the field? I mean, they converted third and sixteens. Pickett took the first drive down the field, scored a touchdown. Things are getting better. You have a rookie quarterback, people. Yeah, the one thing I, I liked about that first that first drive, that opening drive, is it was up tempo. It was the the no huddle. They're they're hustling, and then they didn't go back to that after that first drive. Why you want to put your defense back out on the field in three fast plays? I want you want to ah, score points. You got a rookie quarterback and a new offensive line. I, 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 I hey, okay, and, and you know your 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 package is diminished when you uh, play the no huddle. Your options are limited, yeah. And you have a rookie quarterback to begin with. I, they won. I, I I thought it was a man. My call. I I was, I bet on Tampa Bay, and I thought it was a delirious time. Even if I didn't care, you know that that was worth the loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that win, in my opinion, just as a writer, and I am not as deeply enmeshed uh, as a fan. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I don't get the hatred. But, you know, I, I don't I don't understand. So I don't understand all the hatred of Matt Canada because I'm not that I'm enamored with him, but I don't see that it's his fault. I, I, and I don't I don't get to the what's the bad play calling. I, yeah. I don't get it. I, I, Unless it pops out to me, then I don't criticize because it's the automatic go to boo is the offensive play caller. Every every team, especially in Pittsburgh. I think it's it's. A lot of it's herd mentality, and you got to have a scapegoat. The 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 short out routes, the the running game, the end arounds, they're not sexy. The deep ball, the taking the top off the defense, that's sexy. Comparing, you know, the offense to Kansas City or Buffalo, which <laughs> you can't even do that. I think there's a sense of like, well, we should be able to do that. Why can't we do that? Oh, it's somebody's fault. Hey, it's Matt Canada's fault. It's not, you know, it's not our or golden boy, Kenny Pickett, or it's, you know, so I, I think that there's maybe some of that that plays into it. Well, I'm also willing to hear out Chris Boswell on this, but I, I'm with the herd on this one. I think he was snapped. I think he was making a smart ass remark to the offensive coordinator. I think he's that kind of guy. Boswell. DJ, DJ and uh, uh, Trubisky uh, squabbling that, that concerned me because I like DJ and I, I, I didn't think he was like that. But then again, both of those two were having horrible halves. Frustrations do come to a head. Locker room squabbles uh, uh, often happen. I wouldn't conflate it with a quarterback controversy, though. I don't see that at all. I, I don't I don't believe Mitch was benched because of that. I do believe there was a squabble. Jerry Dulac's a great reporter. Mm-hmm. I don't believe, though, that it can be conflated into that was the reason Trubisky was benched. I don't buy that. And I'm not going to buy that Trubisky has suddenly made this a quarterback controversy with his. I, I, I mean, it, he was effective. He got the job done. Yeah. I don't know that anything really stood out and said, whoa, he's got to figure it out. This is he's definitely the quarterback. I'm not doing that. Do it another time. And let's, you know, Pickett's got to have a few more awful performances. I, I don't see this ha- quarterback controversy happening at all. 
otherwise, I, I thought it was a great win, just a great win. And I, uh, but I'm really, I was just really disheartened by the death threats of Kevin Dotson. What are people expecting? Are these Pitt fans who, because Dotson got the quarterback hurt? Look, teams are going to come up the middle. They don't have athletes up there. They have road graders. They have maulers. Yeah. They don't have Dave DeCastro or Marquise Pouncey in the middle to adjust to first-round lightning-fast linebackers coming up the middle on delayed blitzes. Right. It's not going to happen. So if, if you're worried about Kenny getting killed, you better be more conservative offense. You better really be more boring than what Matt Canada has been doing. And then that'll get him killed. I don't know. Who do you want to kill out there, Pittsburgh? I, I don't know. I, I, there are some deeper problems for those individuals making those death threats beyond. No, it's like, come on. This is a rebuilding team. Are you kidding me? You're kidding me. They beat Tampa Bay as a rebuilding team. Yeah. And the questions after the questions after are hilarious. Asking Trubisky, does this get you back? You know, does this fix everything? Uh, I forget the exact question. They asked Cam Hayward, do you have your swag back? Are you, you know, are you the 85 Bears? That, that wasn't asked, but Cam just said, we got work to do, people. You know, uh, uh, the, the kind of questions. Uh, is your identity emerging? Hey, man, they just finally figured out how to work. These are young players that just figured out how to practice, how to accept the win. I don't think they accepted the win over Cincinnati very well. Yeah. I think they learned now that Tampa Bay, okay, we'll give you 24 hours, get back to work. Yeah. You got you got you guys have a long way to go to be good. And yeah. I think they realized that. And that's the lesson here. So the Miami game is going to be another tough one. Yeah, so let's dig into to the win a little bit here, Jim. And I, I want to start on the defensive side of the ball. I know the one thing that I was most concerned about, and it was the same concern with Buffalo, is not much of a pass rush. Didn't, haven't seen much out of Malik Reed. Your secondary, we thought it was beat up the week before, is <laughs> just a bunch of practice squatter, no-name guys. How were they able to put together a game plan to stifle Brady? I mean, it, it was impressive. Half of me wants to say, hey, Brady's 45 and showed it, but I don't know that he showed it all that much. I don't mm. think he looks that bad. Mm. I, I, I don't know that they were ready. I don't want to blame it on that wedding he went to over the weekend because you do all your work during the week. You should be able to take Saturday off. I don't know how much time he took off. And, and you know, a good defensive performance can make you look disinterested on offense. Mm. Uh, but I, I don't know. You know, the, the, those outside, those, those corners, uh, Joseph uh, Jackson, Joshua Jackson, James Pierre, Quincy Wilson, they're nice sized corners that can tackle. So you had that they were tackling and there was not much after the catch, but the pressure up the middle was coming. Yeah. Logan Joby. I didn't know he was going to play. He was coming up the middle and cam cam. People want to write cam off. Go ahead. Good luck with all that. Cam still got it. I, I I would like to see him get some more snaps off mm. and, and become more, even more special as a, a a less reps guy. You know, he still has it. Those guys coming up the middle, uh, and and that that affects Brady. That pressure up the middle. Miles Jack, Terrell Edmonds, Devin Bush. They were coming up the middle. Spillane was coming up the middle. I don't know if all of them got there, but that was that was the game plan, and it worked. Yeah. And um, Tampa might be a little overrated, but still Tom Brady, still Mike Evans, still Chris Godwin. So 
uh, a couple fingertip plays that didn't go their way in the first three, four, you know, Miles Jack tipped the TD pass, Roberts Blaine tipped the TD pass. Those kind of things were going your way that day. Yes. So, yeah, uh, that's that's my opinion of the game plan. Yeah, and it, 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 there wasn't any one guy who took over and dominated on the defense. It, and not to sound cliche, but it truly was a collective defensive effort. I mean, you had guys who hadn't made plays like Devin Bush on that two-point conversion. I mean, that was yeah. a beauty. I'm so happy for Devin. Yeah. yeah, That was great to see. And then Terrell Edmonds, 10 tackles. He just seemed like he was in every play. I'm really happy for Terrell. You know, the fans get lambasted for giving up on Terrell. But look, the Steelers gave up on him. Yeah, I mean, the league gave up on him. He signed a, a small contract, I had a two million a year for us, you know. <laughs> but but uh, uh, Terrell, you know, I was reminded of some of the tape I watched of Virginia Tech when he was in college, when he was when he was a leader back there, and I realized, you know, he he was a good leader, hmm. and he was had to be the leader this time. And uh, he did it in his way. It reminded me of his college days when Virginia Tech was on. And I know his brother was a big star linebacker there, but Terrell was the leader of that defense. And he he was in this instance, and uh, I'm happy for him. He's another good guy. Uh, So you get happy for all these guys, and and, uh, especially Cam. And, uh, you know. You get happy, and then you see the the hatred all over Twitter. Is it is it Twitter? Do I have to get off Twitter, or is the fan base generally just that disgruntled and pissed off? I mean, I think it, uh, Twitter is what like a representation of maybe five percent of the fans. Not everybody's on there, so again, it's what's going to result in likes and retweets and clicks. So it's the people, I read the comments. That's stupid, I know, but the hate, the hatred, jeez. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Jeremy. I keep getting you off track with that. Yeah, good. The only the last, the last play that I wanted to hit on for defense, and we could shift over to the offensive side of the ball. I've never seen Tom Brady stopped on a quarterback sneak. That was oh my God. I know. That was the first. That's a great call, Jeremy. And and Cam, Cam took the credit for it, and rightfully so. He's I mean, Tom Brady has, you know, it's it's tempo too. It's fourth and one. He gets that team up to the line, they're gonna go. And you see the Steelers with those wide gaps. They're not ready for it. It's like, come on, Mike. You know, Tomlin, come on, Mike. Get this team ready. This guy loves to do this every time. Cam said, not this time. Get up here. Get ready. He's going to sneak. They were ready. They had a goal line uh, front up there. They stuffed it. Oh. That was beautiful. That that really hit home. That really hit home for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. So, Going over to the offense, we talked a little bit about the quarterback position. Not much of a running game. We did see Najee break off two runs. He ran angry, physical. Um, what did he end up with? 40-some, 40 40, 42 yards, 14 carries, 42 yards, three, three yards per carry. Talked earlier in the week that he took a still plate out of his shoe. I know you referenced, uh, you know, after his injury, walking up the, the hill barefoot. Um, running game still struggling a bit. No, I just still struggling a bit. I didn't see it. I, 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 I he ripped off a couple runs. I, I didn't see, I didn't see first round burst. So, mm-hmm. you know, if if he's running angry because of me, <laughs> <laughs> I will continue to criticize him, and then he can continue to be angry. Uh, Jalen uh, Warren, you know, he didn't, uh, 
he didn't break out. It, it, that's a good defense. Another another thing, but also uh, Jalen did get that fourth and one behind Kevin Dotson and Mason Cole. Mm. So uh, Kevin did have one good play. People, come on, give him a break. Well, and for as much as Tomlin talked about Warren earning more opportunities, he only had two carries, so they really didn't get him involved too much in the game. So would like to see. Yeah, him. you know, I didn't. I didn't believe that Tomlin meant he was going to get more carries in this game, mm-hmm. but everybody took it that way. Yeah. He is now the third down back. He was promoted to the previous week yeah. um, uh, to the third down back. I forget Buffalo. Um, so he has a definite role. Yeah. And, you know, with Najee's pass catching ability and his blocking ability, that's a heck of a mountain for Jalen to have, climbed it and overcome it and win that role. That says something that says a lot. Right. Right. And then to close the book on the offense here, we'd be remiss not to talk about Chase Claypool, who has been really absent all season, but when you need a guy to come through and have a big game, especially on third down and that touch first touchdown reception by a wide receiver. I mean, he played very well at a high level. I I love it. And, you know, I didn't know what he would be like as we got to meet the players after for the first time. A lot of these guys after two years of COVID shutting the locker room down. Um, but I, I, I've been impressed with him. You know, that when he was younger, that video of him kicking someone in the head in the parking lot late at night. I didn't know what to expect from him. But I, I, I mean, he's a bright eyed, enthusiastic young guy that, um, you know, wants to talk ball, wants to talk team ball. I've been impressed whether he's pulling the wool over my eyes. I don't know, but I'm usually impressed with Notre Dame kids. I'm not a Notre Dame fan. Just 28 years of covering the team. These Notre Dame uh, uh, players are just about all impressive. So I'm happy for him and he deserves it. He's not the um, egomaniac. I think that fans, I I don't know if they just don't seem to like chase. He hasn't been that productive. So uh, I'm happy for him, and I love the fact that Trubisky threw him a touchdown pass on a play he didn't rep in practice as the first, as the second string quarterback. Mm-hmm. It seemed to be a huge story for Steelers fans when the second stringer Pickett didn't get first team reps the week before he played. Yeah. Trubisky's yeah. struggling. Tomlin's got to fix this now. He got to win this week. Coach isn't rebuilding for next year. Get that in your heads. That's what the well, the Jets are good now, but that's what the Jets and the Browns, that's what those teams do. They actually rebuild in front of other veterans during the season. That's crap. Don't do that. And that's what this win kind of hurts in that regard, you know, because mm-hmm. they need that replenishment of top five talent. And they keep learning how to practice and play as a team. They're going to get seven, eight wins again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which leads us to look at the next two games before the bye heading into Miami. Um, you know, I'm not sure where the quarterback status is for Tug. I can't say his last name, so I'm not even trying. Tua, 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 Tua. Yeah, just Tua. Tua. So, you know, that's, that's going to be an important contest. And then Philly the week after, living out here on the East Coast, I'm praying that the Steelers pull the upset because I don't want to hear it. But why, why you don't live in the southeast? What do you mean? Yeah, I, I live uh, like maybe 45 minutes outside of the Philadelphia. So, so what does Miami have to do with that? I'm, I'm saying the, the week so after next week, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm, so I'm you want them, you want them to rest everybody this week. No, I don't want them to, re- I want them to get better, <laughs> get some confidence, and then go okay. to the and just smack them. 
Well, uh, I, I mean, uh, you know, I, I have, you know, I write about football. I've bet on football for years. Uh, one of the staples has always been bet against the concussed quarterback. They used to play the following week. Mm-hmm. They're used to this be before this protocol and concussed quarterbacks suck. They're foggy. <laughs> so I just hope I, I, I believe Pickett is number one uh, clear, clearly. But I just hope he's cleared. I I, I hope it's not uh, a, a bad concussion. It looked like he hit hit his head on the back. I don't think Devin White did anything wrong. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. I just hope he's cleared. And if he's cleared, play. But I just know how foggy concussed quarterbacks are the next week. Yeah. And Tua, I I'm sure is ready now. It's been a couple of weeks on his concussion, yeah. so I, I would assume he'll play. Uh, they have some other injury issues, and but they have speed, speed, speed. And I don't know that you can go down there with uh, Josh Jackson and James Pierre and Quincy Wilson as your corners. Although Levi Wallace, you know, he he gets by on guile and size. And they don't have all that much speed. Cam Sutton is more of a guile and, and technique guy. So this speed could be a handful for them. Yeah. yeah. So winnable, winnable contest for the Steelers this weekend? Well, they've got to play. I mean, they've got to practice hard uh, and smart and be completely focused. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with some of this crap that's happening already, I, I know I know the DJ Trubisky thing was three weeks ago, but, uh, you know, just keep their focus. They, they didn't win crap. They got to realize that. And I think they do. Yeah. But and they've uh, Tomlin's teams have always been good on Sunday night, it's even just, on the road. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's I think the the Sunday night edge pushes the Steelers in the the direction of another victory, setting up a big down the following week, the day before Halloween against those Eagles. And who knows? There was a rookie quarterback back in uh, 2001 who beat the Patriots and the Eagles, who were both undefeated consecutively. I think his name was Ben Roethlisberger. So maybe, maybe and Kenny. Both of those games were at Acrisure Stadium. It's true. Fully but, they're looking good. Well, I don't know who the quarterback was in 1965 for the Steelers. He probably wasn't that rookie sensation or a rookie. <laughs> he probably, I don't know, but he beat the Eagles. That's the last time they won in Philly. Yeah, it's it's uh, the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> when they play in Philly. It's never good. So that, <laughs> that game makes me a little nervous. So or it should. It should. Yeah, I'll be getting a lot of messages from. Uh, I hope you don't out here taunting me if they get pounded. So I'm trying I to. I just hope you don't you don't get death threats. <laughs> yeah, please. But I, who knows? But keep it off Twitter because if you start getting death threats, we don't want to hear about it. Oh my, Jim! That is gonna wrap it up here for episode 41. We're gonna be back next week following. Hopefully a Steelers win over the Miami Dolphins. Again, that's a Sunday night game. And you can check out Jim's work on the Still City Insider. Give him a follow on Twitter, but no death threats, at Jim Wexel. <laughs> at thestillstudy.com. Give me a follow at Still Study, and we will see you next week here on another episode of the Still City Insider. Have a great week, Jim. Have a great week, Jeremy. Have a great day, people. All right, see you guys.